All right, welcome to Metaphys. Metaphys. Hello, Yasmin. Hello, Kate. How was your week? What'd you do? You know, I had a snow day, so it was baller. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, my week is like, I work on the weekends and I'm off on the weekdays, so like my week is like two days old at this point, but it's it's killing it. It's killing the game. What about you? I mean, same. I work on the weekends too, but I already usually have yesterday off, so the snow day on Tuesday, yesterday... Wasn't that epic? It was a freebie for me. I got weird. Like, I did manic projects. Like, I tried to finish every book that I started and I didn't finish. And yeah, I played Horizon Zero Dawn for like eight hours and I washed my hair for a long time and I put on a lot of lotion. I moisturize my hair a lot. So maybe we're kind of in a similar. I've added an insane amount of like black girl hair product to my hair and it's just like gonna percolate until I go on vacation. Yes. And then I like, you know, straighten it and do all that stuff. And then you're bad to it. Yeah. Be good to it before you're bad to it. (laughs) Exactly. What is that? Like the Sour Patch Kids? Like they're mean before. First they're sour, but then they're sweet. (laughs) So our topic this week is... (laughs) The topic this week is... Weirdos. (laughs) It is, is lowbrow entertainment ruining America... Clearly, we know a bit about that from our previous conversation. Um, so the answer is no. Nah, man. Um, so what's your get the fuck out moment? We're, we're done here. <laughs> the podcast is over. It's over. That's it. It's done. The answer is no. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining <laughs> us. The email is hi, Metaphys. So define lowbrow entertainment to you. I feel like we have similar tastes. So yes, I think everything that I like is considered lowbrow. Um, no, that's not true. I mean, I guess I do watch some things that like have highbrow cred. I mean, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with the assessment of like what is low and what is highbrow. But D-list. what society considers to be lowbrow entertainment, I think, is like a lot of reality TV, um, maybe sort of broad comedy, um, competition television. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, stuff like that. Guilty pleasures or whatever. Supposedly guilty, but I don't feel shit. <laughs> <laughs> is it guilty if you don't feel the guilt? No, dude. I, I, I feel stoked when I watch these things. I watch reality TV with open arms, and I tell everyone about it very loudly. Me too. So I guess it's not so guilty. Displeasure. Um. So what cerebral things are you into? Or what What did you say? It was like credible like television have, do you watch? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I more was talking about how maybe society gives them credence than I do. I don't actually think the things that I listen to or watch that people consider more credible than other things really are more credible than other things. I think that's just how they're received in society. Well, things like Westworld, Walking Dead, like Game of Thrones, like those are okay to like obsess over. Those are okay. Over. I would still say those like sort of fall in the category of like consumable, like – addictive watching so people could still call those guilty pleasures like Westworld because they're like a little exploitational and all that stuff I think if you're watching TED Talks like no one's giving you shit about that right I mean (laughs) if we're going to be honest if someone's telling me they watch TED Talks all day long I'm just going to look at them and be like why watch TV then Uh, too much of anything right it's it's all a lot of one type of thing yeah, sure. I mean, I don't think anything is more valid than anything else. I don't think comedy is more less valid than uh, than uh, drama, I don't think. But I yeah. feel like, for instance, at my bar, when I'm trying to relate to my customers, if I want to talk about 
Westworld or Game of Thrones, people are like, holy shit, let's yeah. gab. But if I'm like, if they yeah. ask me what I've been doing lately, I'm like, oh, watching a lot of reality TV. That's what my podcast is pretty much about. I kind of get mm, looks. Totally. No, I mean, I felt like left over, left over, <laughs> like left out in the other way because like, I don't really watch like Walking Dead that much or like I don't watch Game of Thrones, as you know. Um, and people really do like there's like a community thing of like they like talking about that. Interestingly enough, my response to that is that that's cool and I wish I liked it more. Not that they're stupid and why does anyone watch that? Which brings us to our topic. <laughs> What problem does everyone have with us watching reality TV? Let's let's try to figure that out. Um, so what I gather is that people think that it makes you dumber and that it celebrates shitty behavior. And Game of Thrones with um, <laughs> incestual rape scenes and just general killing doesn't how discuss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like there's shitty behavior in like like Sopranos, like mm-hmm. any of these popular shows that like Mad Men. Anyone, yeah. People really behavior. did enjoy Mad Men. I mean, we can always talk about like the sort of, I don't know, intellectual in and outs of any of these shows. Like, you know, Mad Men kind of explores the idea of like feminism and, and its growth and like the male gaze and it does all of those things. So does fucking reality TV though. And Is, I I think is it's being the line that people don't watch it? Is the line that like um, the reason that like things like Mad Men and bad behavior, like Game of Thrones or whatever, is okay because it's fiction versus like reality TV? It's supposed to be like real people. I think there's a lot of people thinking that it's glorified. Yeah. Um, but I think that for a certain amount of human beings, if they watch The Sopranos, I always thought The Sopranos was really genius because toes the line in this way between glorification and, I don't know, just showing the pitfalls of, like, a life of crime. I think if you want to take it that way, you will. If you want to be like, yeah, Tony, you can watch it and see it that way. But if you're, I don't know, coming from a different perspective or, like, maybe paying more attention, you can actually see how, like, this person is so caught up in – I don't know, a web of like their own bad decisions and like how it is ultimately the downfall. I I actually think whoever watched The Sopranos and hated the last episode missed the point. Mm -hmm. I don't think it mattered how he died. I think the idea was like that death is always around the corner for this person, you know? Uh, The way that it ended, it sort of was like this open-ended thing of like, does he get killed? Does he not? Like, is this? And I think the whole idea of it was like that it doesn't matter. And I think what was great about it is you could really watch it as an exploitational, like mafia porn kind of show, or you could watch it as like something that explored larger questions. And like, I think the same is true with reality TV. Like, you could watch these Real Housewives bitches as though like. It's all about their glamorous houses and it's all about like how much money they have. That's what they're trying to show you. Yeah. But I think what's genius about these shows is what we actually see is what they don't want us to see. We see like all the little cracks in all their the stories. Flaws. I yeah. mean, honestly, for reality TV, um, like the Real Housewives franchise, whenever they introduce like a new city, a new town, like Dallas or like Vancouver or whatever. And God help us, Potomac. Potomac. <laughs> Who the fuck that is? There's always like the first few episodes are just based on like 
how rich they are. Mm-hmm. And it's so boring. Like, I just, I want to skip through the first, like, I want to know who they are, I guess, and, like, a little bit about their background and what they want to tell me it is. Yeah. But I always hate those episodes because it's not real. Like, they're just, they're showing us their facade, and I just want to wait for it to crumble. But that's the delicious part about it is everyone starts off that way. Mm-hmm. Everyone starts off being like, I've got a closet, and, like, it just uh, it has, a, like, a pink shag carpet, and this is my husband. And, like, the funny thing about us and our love, and the <laughs> next thing you know, this dude is pounding beers and rolling his eyes, and it's very clear what you said is completely a lie, and, like, you know, some car is getting repoed, and, like, the IRS are after you. And it's like, it's not just vapid entertainment. I think... Maybe that's what they set out to make, but that's not what happened when they, people started filming reality sh- TV well, shows. Well, it's the same thing with your Sopranos example where you can have, like, this mafia bro or whatever who's, like, idolizing that life, mm-hmm. watch it and think one thing, and then you have, like, you watching it think another thing. Yeah. That's what I see. Like, you can have people watching reality TV being like, oh, my God, their lives are so glamorous or, like, their lives obviously suck and just, like, a surface-level thing. Or these are such superficial women. You can watch it just, like, watching their daily interactions with, like, the people that are around and just, like, piecing together their whole story throughout time and just seeing how things ended up this way for them and seeing what their life is really like. Yeah, I mean, I think my first experience of watching reality TV was probably the real world. And I think when the real world producers set out to like make the show. They thought we'll just have a bunch of young people who are so different be in the same house and see how they interact. And I mean, no one had a problem with the idea of that premise. I think people just started to see on the surface what these people look like and what they tried to like make themselves look like. And people got too hyper like aware of their image that didn't really put me off, though, because I know that can't last. Oh, yeah. You know, if the cameras follow you around for long enough, we're going to see the truth. And, like, that's always what happens. Um, and I don't think anyone, if you talk to them now, has a lot of bad things to say about, like, old school real worlds, like, episodes. I think now it's devolved into, like, a hot tub in Vegas where everyone fucks, right? But, like, I think at some point it, no it had more of a, a premise. Yeah, it used to be way more relevant than it is now. Um, but, yeah, I feel like just our podcast in and of itself as one example proves a little bit how, no, reality TV doesn't necessarily make you dumber. But also... I mean, we're dumb as fuck. uh, But but I mean, like, there are ways to look at anything surface level and Mm -hmm. then a little bit deeper. And that's what we do here at Metaphys. And Metaphys. But on a different note, it does help watching reality TV to just flush your brain. Like, not everything has to be, like, this cerebral act of, like, Agreed. intellectual, like, prosperity and just... Yeah, I mean, while I think that there's more to it than just, like, um, watching, like, dumb bitches, like, fight at a party, and I think that's often what people think that it is, and I think that is what these women are doing. But, like, the larger, like, the larger implications of how they behave are so cathartic for me. I just think watching what I've seen just day to day in life be blown up out of proportion because these people are being filmed and they're so worried about perception. I think lots Mm -hmm. of people are worried about perception. Lots of people want to seem richer than they are. Lots of people like want um, to be envied by their girlfriends and all of these things. And like, it's so blown up because there is this idea that you're being followed and you want people to like you and you want, you're being filmed. 
Um, and I think it's cathartic to watch it just so sort of exaggerated because it just kind of gives you this like, I fucking deal with this all the time. And this is exactly what this woman is thinking. And I, I knew it, you know. Yeah. Um, but still, that's entertainment. That's catharsis. And I think when people try to compare that, it's like you could be like curing cancer while you're watching this. And half the time these people are watching like football or whatever. Yeah. I have no issue with you watching sports. But like, let's be clear that like we don't have to be comparing our entertainment with like the impacts we have on the whole world and like our moral fiber. Like, yeah, like the whole mixing like so I want to just chill and like flush my brain and like be entertained versus with just the constant pressure to like always be productive and always doing something meaningful and like your favorite hustling. My, yeah, <laughs> I think I, I think I might have talked about this before. <laughs> May have. May have touched upon it. Yes. Um do you think it celebrates shitty behavior? Um, I think it, it shows shitty behavior. Um, I don't, like, so I feel like the argument is usually, like, I can only, the best example is this one meme I've seen where it's this small child who's, like, super smart and, like, takes all these science classes and, it like, the text over it is, like, oh, so and such, like, is already accepted to four colleges and is, like, already curing cancer or whatever the fuck. And then below that is um, How About That Girl, which I don't know her name. Um, and her name is How About That Girl. The text of it is like, she's got 7 million followers and she's dropped out of high school and is famous for like whatever the fuck she's famous for. This is what's wrong with America. And it's like, b- because we idolize her. And it's like, who says this little kid who seems to have a lot on his plate already wants to entertain 7 million followers on Instagram and also, I don't think that directly translates. Like, 7 million followers on Instagram for How About That Girl means that, like, we're putting her on this pedestal and she can, like, speak at the UN now. Like, <laughs> is that what that means? Well, it's interesting when you were kind of describing, like, um, this, that I was just thinking, wow, like, there is something crazy meta, like, about that. Like, it's like, what they're saying is, like, this girl is being lauded. And we're talking about the idea of like sort of vapid pursuits as not being valid. Wouldn't we call Instagram a vapid pursuit? <laughs> so now you're this all of a sudden to you is like the scientific community of it's who the is sale worth and a damn. all of yes. It makes no sense for you to be using that as an argument for like why you shouldn't be into dumb like internet like viral sensations. By their definition, that should be the star. No scientist should be like have the most followers on Instagram. Instagram is for fucking pictures of your food, like Belfies. Yeah. And how about that, bitch? It's not for fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like he doesn't care. Like, so I just think that just that answers its own question. If you're making that argument, you're you're living in this ridiculous world where you make no sense. It doesn't make yeah, any sense. I really that don't no think sense. that we're celebrating, particularly with how about that girl. I don't think we're celebrating her. I feel like everyone's just pointing and laughing at her. She's Am I just wrong? a walking, living meme. I That's mean, the it. same thing with, like, all the housewives and reality TV that I watch. I don't necessarily, like, want to be friends with these people. A lot of the time, I'm watching this, and I'm like, these people are kind of all terrible to each other. They're celebrities because they have, like, a big following, and, like, they're on TV, and they have their lives open to the public, and people just always want to know what's going on, but... 
I don't think it's the same as like we're putting them on this pedestal where we should be putting scientists there. I don't think it's the same conversation and I don't like them being compared. And I don't think that we're trying to compare them to scientists. I don't think we have any interest in that. That sounds like a very empty uh, well, no, like, exercise. Yeah, no, I mean like, I mean when other people try to like put down yeah. reality TV being like, well, why are you putting them on a pedestal when you can put like... I think we're not putting them on a pedestal yeah. like whatsoever. I, I know lots of women that are my friends who and sisters um, who love watching reality TV. And I don't think that we idolize these women at all. Like Mm -hmm. we don't idealize or idolize these women. We definitely don't want to emulate them. I mean, good God. I think if anything, we're watching their bad behavior, sometimes recognizing our own in it and how we interact with people and maybe recognizing certain ways that like, um, I don't know, women interact that we're finding a little bit antisocial that, because it's so blown out of proportion, we can kind of recognize it. Because like sometimes when you're just dealing with a situation like one-on-one with somebody, you don't even realize what happened to you until yeah. like, I don't know, it gets really shown to you in some like huge way where it's like undeniable. You're kind of like, am I crazy or? I think I watched these shows for like the am I crazy or moments. Yeah. And then you see it and you're like, I'm not crazy. People fucking do this. Like I find it interesting. I find it cathartic. And I, I think that, Often these women are acting the absolute fool. Like that's part of it. And they think the lack of self-awareness is so funny too. I mean, there's so much (laughs) humor in it when they're trying to like make these scenes and it's just falling apart for them because like we're not dumb. We can sort of see what's going on. You know, it's like if they're like trying to pretend they have like billions of dollars and like everything's getting like repossessed. Oh, yeah. we know what's going on. It doesn't matter what you say, you know? And so, I don't know. It's always very interesting to watch that shit. Yeah. Another thing I have an issue with when people make fun of, particularly, like, not just celebrity culture, but reality TV, I feel like people put it down because it's mainly, like, a feminine interest. Well, that wouldn't Eh. be a first, would it? That Eh. wouldn't be a first. So that makes me kind of want to close one ear and not listen. But, I mean, people do this with sports, though, too. Like, dudes make fun of other dudes for liking sports too much, right? Is that a thing that happens? There are many men, I think, who, if they're not interested in sports, like, they kind of will say a thing where it's like, I'm too busy reading books and caring about journalism to care about two dudes smashing into each other. Yeah. And it's like, both ways. I don't watch a lot of sports. So here I can be objective. I watch a lot of like uh, reality TV. So how objective can I really be? I mean, you know, I have my opinion and that's it. With sports, I have no horse in this race to defend it. But I'm going to say, why are we demeaning the idea of training your whole life and becoming really excellent at something in a way that many people are not and competing at the highest level? Or just like... I mean, is this the dumbest thing ever? I think I do so many more dumb things a day and so does everybody who's, I don't know, making these criticisms and just well i mean the people who watch sports it's like well this is their relaxation or it's what they want to get involved in Mm -hmm. like i know for instance like my brother he works for espn like he's always been super into sports um he knows like especially in around football he knows like everyone's stats like who's whose teams they've been traded to and just all of these things. I, I don't even know what he knows. He knows so many things he about... He knows all of the things that knows you know the about things. the Real Housewives. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like kind of the same. But like, 
I'm not going to sit there and look at him and be like, well, I mean, you put all that in your brain. Like, could you imagine what else you could put in your brain if you didn't focus on that? And it's like, no, that's. My brain has so much capacity that's unused. Shitting I think on someone for what they like. If you knew anything about science, you would know that our brain capacity is not even like close to – like I have space in there. I'm not worried <laughs> about it. I have space for like picking my nose. I have space for watching TV. I have space for reading. I have space for people. Like that is just – it's an asinine argument and I'm frankly offended by it. <laughs> <laughs> also just making fun of people for what they like regardless mm-hmm. and acting like it's the end of the world yeah i mean i like again another objective thing i can use is like i no one has ever really made fun of me for my music taste i think generally the things that i listen to nobody considers to be like um not valid i don't consider any music that anyone listens to be not valid you know but i've heard that like if you listen to pop if you listen to this like it's stupid like you're rotting your yes. brain yes I, I yes. have a certain allowance for people to be able to lift, listen to whatever the hell makes them happy and whatever they want to listen to. I mean, it may not be my cup of tea, but, like, why does that end up being the measure? Like, I don't watch a bunch of sports, but I can get it. I've I always have that people shit watch sports and see the camaraderie. so much with, like, music. Like, I like indie stuff. I When I was younger, I used to listen to, like, metal and, like, hardcore. I, I can't listen to it now, but I used to listen to that. And now I, like... Like EDM and dance music. But in all of that, I've always liked pop music. I've always liked when I was younger, the Spice Girls and Hanson. I've mm-hmm. liked the things that were on the radio. Like I found enjoyment in it. And I just remember at every point in my life, there's always been a friend or someone near me, whether, yeah, a friend, a, a coworker, a boss. Like I'm working at like a rock and roll bar and like my music's not cool enough for them. There's always someone near me who's just like. He's got something to say. Ooh, pop music is garbage, and I can't believe you listen to this. Have you even given this a try? Like, what about, you know, this artist? And it's like, well, you know what, dude? Yeah. It's pop music for a reason, because everyone fucking likes it. It's popular. <laughs> um, I, like, I definitely can talk shit about pop music, but the way that I talk shit about pop music, it's not when someone is enjoying it. I'm like, stop enjoying it. Right. It's fucking dumb. It's more like if, say, Justin Bieber, and uh, he's not even a good example. I don't care. Like, there are just certain people who annoy me. Like, Taylor Swift, I, she just annoys me. Like, her music annoys me. She annoys me. I can talk shit about it in a way, like, where I'm just like, I just fucking don't want to hear it. It's annoying. To me. Yeah. It's an opinion. It's taste. Versus, like, you seeing someone, like – around you like whether it be your friend like really enjoying something and being like oh i just bought taylor swift's new album and i really want to talk about it you're not going to sit there and be like do you know it's complete trash and garbage and like pop culture it's just so fed you for a spoon? absolutely not like no no instance in life is someone going to come up to me really excited about getting tickets to something like just rearing to go and super happy about it and me just be like that's dumb you're ruining america right like that is I don't understand Or that. even it's when so people just like high straight up ask what you like. Like I've had this at my current bar, like when I'm just trying to, like I said, like relate to my customers. And at another bar I used to work at, they touted themselves as like a like a rock and roll bar. You know, they ask you what you're into when you're mm-hmm. hired. And I just like take it or leave it. It's like, you know, I enjoy this stuff. There was a time in my life when I only listened to like indie rock and rock and roll and like bluesy shit. But you were, like, rapping um, Drake at the time, I feel like. Yeah, but, like, right now I'm listening to Skrillex for fun. So I'm going to listen to this while I'm here and I know what to put on. But uh, this is this is who I am. Are yeah. you going to take this? Are you going to leave it? And I just – I feel like I was always judged. Like, whenever there was a moment in conversation where it was brought up, they're just going to, like, 
slam on me for like being a millennial or some shit or yeah. just like just liking dance music because it's shitty or something just like arbitrary I'm glad we statements brought up music in terms of like low brow low brow high brow like um conversation just because I do think that comes into music so much. I just think there's this idea of like what's acceptable music to listen to and what's not acceptable music to listen to. And like music is supposed to be for joy. It's not supposed to be something that you're like told you're either dumb or like worth a damn because of what you listen to. Like it's for dancing and for like exaltation and for relaxation. It's not something you're supposed to put a lot of pressure on. There's so many things in life you have to put so much pressure on, like how you make money, like you know, like supporting yourself, like paying bills, like all of those things are supposed to have a lot of pressure on them. And like, this is just supposed to be something that makes you feel good. And having someone criticize that, it's just, I don't understand that. One of my biggest things about particularly music um, and being interested in it in any way is that I feel like there's always someone around, like no matter how much you're interested in like a certain genre or a certain band, there's going to be someone over here who's like, yeah, but have you heard of this person? Because if you haven't, then you're not like really into it. Like you you have to just like be all or nothing to some people. Yeah. Like the fact that I've just gotten into dance music, I feel like I don't feel this so much now, maybe because like I'm getting close to 30 mm-hmm. or like my friends are just cool people now. But when it comes to dance music, when it came to indie rock, when it came to listening to hardcore metal when I was younger, there's always someone who's just like, yeah, well, you're only listening to surface level shit. You're not listening to like, you know, like deeper things. Deep you're not, end. you're not exploring. And it's like, dude, this isn't what I came here for. I came here to have a good time. I came here to like, listen to things that I enjoy. I'm not here to like, think way too hard about it. Yeah. I don't know about hardcore so much, but I think when I was first meeting you, you were like, you might've liked other metal, but you're just getting into this sort of metal that like, yeah. I listened to, to some extent. And like, when you like liked things, I think my response, and correct me if I'm wrong, was like, I wanted you to hear more yeah. excitedly. Like, There's I was a like, difference. well, let me freaking show you some shit. Not just like, well, do you know their old shit? Right. There's I a feel difference. Like that attitude is weird. It's very strange to me. I've experienced that for sure. Like, where someone is like, well, do you know they're like five? If you've year never heard old, this album, like, you don't actually know that. Like, right. why not just like, like the fact that remember when you were a kid when you were a kid and you first listened to this album and like how it made you feel and like now someone is doing that too to me that's like an exciting thing I'm like oh my god you don't even know what you're in for it's like when someone watches the first episode of like a show you like it's like holy oh, shit you have yes. no idea oh my god no right now Courtney I'm shouting you out <laughs> just to get back on topic because we've also trailed cool. off Tanae, but Tanae, that's Courtney, our friend Courtney I just got her into Vanderpump Rules because of this podcast. She's been listening to it. And I'm jealous of her. She's like, you know what? You guys talk about it a lot. I guess I got to watch it. And she's been like texting me <laughs> on like her lunch breaks while she's watching it being like, oh my God, I hate Jax. And I just, it gives me such joy. I'm just I like, where are you now? I would like text her and just be like, you don't even know Jax. I just want to share, I don't want to share her the whole world now. I don't, yeah. I'm not sitting here being like, well, until you get to season three, you have no idea. I'm not you saying You have no that. idea who Jax is. No one's going to be a dick about it. you see him. I hate people who think they're the keeper of stuff. It's kind of off topic, but like, Well, fuck I feel that. like those people don't love music the way they think they do. I think yeah. they really like what it says about them. I think they want to appear a certain way and it's just all about um how they're perceived and i don't think they're actually enjoying the thing the way the way that it it really enriches you i just got metaphys in my brain do you want to hear it so i feel like 
the ability to enjoy like quote unquote low brow entertainment like reality TV, pop music says a lot about you because you can fully enjoy things mm -hmm. without judgment. Without fear of judgment. Yeah. No, I have no fucks to give about what anyone thinks about anything that gives me joy. We talked about this in like the like girly girl episode, whatever. What is that episode called? I feel like I keep um, calling girls, it. Girls, girls. No. No, no. Girly guilt. That one. In girly guilt. I just think when you have enough self-knowledge and you know what fucking makes you feel good, you know what enriches your life, you're not really worried about what like he, she, and Bobby McGee have to say about it. I don't care what anybody thinks about me watching reality TV. I know I can defend it myself. If I can't defend it to you, then I mean, you know, that that's fine. Like, enjoy your, your life of judging everybody. And sure. I don't know what to say. I mean, uh, other I than all of the I know what, what we to have say said. To that. Yeah. I know what to say to that. Um, I'm going to get the fuck out get of here. Get the fuck out of here. While you dwell on the fact that I like things. Mm -hmm. Do you have a get the fuck out moment? I do. Yes. I'm always making you go first. <laughs> I have a get the fuck out moment. I have to turn and to my mine page. is, I'm not a humongous fan of the word nice to describe people. I will elaborate. I can see you making that face. <laughs> I have a plan for this. <laughs> I think I've had a lot of instances where I'm like, such and such a person did this thing that maybe is like antisocial or rude or mean or whatever, like, or just bad. And someone's like, oh, but they're nice. And I'm like, wait, what does that mean? Because I just said they did something fucked up and now you're telling me they're nice. That makes me think that nice means nothing. And the more that I've like observed the behavior around that word, I think it just means you smile and you talk in a high voice. Mm -hmm. I don't think that nice actually means anything. I care if people are kind. I care if people are maybe friendly even. I care if people are moral. I care if people do the right thing. I care if people are competent, all of these things. The idea of nice, that means you speak in a high-pitched voice and you go like this and whenever you see somebody, they just do this. That means nothing to me. We need to stop, stop with the nice. Nice is like... As like a default statement or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's a... It's a way of behaving. It's a way of acting. And I think it's it's not a part of your makeup. I don't think. Mm, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Nice is a verb. Not right. You're like, nicing. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're being nice. Right. And like I don't think that like it's being talked about as though it's like some – I don't know, a trophy to have, like, oh, I'm able to, like, speak to people and, like, seem, like, chipper. Like, I would rather that someone understand, like, being polite and, like, acting correctly in society and, like, being moral and, like, doing the right thing than just, like, they're able to, like, I don't know, just seem cheerful all the time or whatever it is. It just sort of means nothing to You're me. You're right. Nice means nothing. It means nothing. It means nothing. I, I promise <laughs> you that... There's no word for nice in Af – I mean, I'm promising I can't actually say this because I don't speak an African language, even though I am African. But I feel like just knowing Africans is probably no word for nice in their languages. Huh. I can I can really just throw that out and guess it. I remember <laughs> my aunt's telling – was it my aunt's? Someone told me there's no word for should in some African language because, like, you just do it or you don't do it. Yeah. There's no should, right? Like, Oh, that's awesome. And I'm – I feel like nice is one of those things. 
what does it mean? Yeah, fuck Get that. the fuck out of here. Fuck that. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, my get the fuck out moment is uh, the impending doom of <laughs> nice weather catcalls. <laughs> uh-huh. Obviously, it snowstormed on Tuesday. It blizzarded. Yeah, blizzarded. Blizzarded sure. yesterday. Um, but before that, it was really nice. And whenever it's really nice out, the same thing happens in my brain. I'm like, holy shit, it's really nice. I'm going to wear this thing I've had tucked away for a while. I get to wear like my summer spring clothes. I'm going to do something different. This is great. I'm going to go outside with no coat on, walk my dog. It's going to be great. And then I feel like as soon as you step outside, you spend like less than 20 minutes outside and someone says something fucking dumb to you. Someone yells at you out a car window someone says like hey mommy like I like your shorts or tattoos or some shit and that's when I remember oh fuck that's also what this weather brings yep and I just want to preemptively say get the fuck out of here to that because I know it's coming because it kind of already happened last week I already saw a meme online which was like this dude with like this creepy smile and it was like sundress weather is coming Uh, and I feel like while we're really excited about putting on a sundress, some creep is really excited about like lurking about it. God, I hate that. I have such rage now. Yeah. I feel like I just like birthed the rage monster hearing that. Sometimes the comments are like as supposedly innocuous as like, good morning. Oh, yeah. But it's like the dude who doesn't say good morning to anybody. What does good morning actually fucking mean? What does it really fucking mean? What are you actually trying to say when you say good morning? Hey, how are you? Because you're not saying it to Brosif behind me. Like you're not saying it to him. Nope. Anyway, preemptively, get the fuck out with that. I'm it's telling you happen. now. So when you see me being a dick to you on the street for like saying dumb shit to me when it's nice out, you know, oh, well, she said to get the fuck out. So I should go Probably get the fuck out. means it. But not really because like when women say things, they really just, they really just want oh, you wait, to keep what's doing it? what you're So doing. like no means yes and yes means anal. Right. Sorry. Holy shit. I'm gonna I never get, heard I just, that. <laughs> <laughs> you have never heard that. That, oh yeah, that gets that. Well, okay. so yeah, let's get, leave. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'll I'll show my I'll get myself the fuck out of here. Um, yes means anal. Cheers. cheers. <laughs> Follow us on social medias and stuff, and like our the I was about to say video, like our podcast and share it with your friends and. We have an email. Stuff like that. iMetaphys.com. Yeah, I got an email. You'll see it in the description of wherever the hell you're looking at. I, I We're going to have a Twitter soon. We're going to have a Twitter soon. Yeah. We're going to try to figure that out today. So yeah, follow us on stuff. Like us. Share us. And, and get the bye. fuck out of here.